Ideas Original. Yes. Welcome to the No Ideas Original podcast featuring Shanon, Mr. Rob, and Ken, episode 178. Yo, I was trying to stream this live to um to IG just now, too. It was working for a few seconds, but then it had like some crazy joint, like some crazy overlay. So I got to figure out how we mute IG. It didn't cross um, over? Nah, it was going, but both was playing at the same time. So the people that's tuned in, they would have heard like an overlay. It just wouldn't have been good. It wouldn't have been good at all. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, bro. I don't got a new Yo, I don't have a New Year resolution though. What's your um what's your New Year resolution? Man. Rob, I see you on your health shit. You do the 20 what are you 28, 28 days of fruit and vegetable only? That's it. Oh wow. Straight clean living, no no starches, no eggs, no dairy, <laughs> no sugars, um, no no nothing high sodium, whatever's in the fruit, whatever's in the vegetable. That's what we eat. So we either eat it raw or we juicing it. So we got a masticated juicer. We got a nice blender, ninja blender. Nice. Chop things up. The crazy thing is that today, right? This is funny because I automatically started feeling my desires and my urges. I'm a snack. <laughs> I love a snack. And I'm like, damn, I can't go for no pretzel. Mm. Damn, I can't go for no chips. But that's what, what I'm recognizing is the urge to want to. Yeah. If I turn that urge, like that's the receptors. Right. So I'm yeah. drinking so I try to drink a cup of tea or a glass of water, it'll go away. And I just occupy my stuff. And I got some stuff for y'all too. I got some stuff going on in there. Okay, too. okay, okay. Yo, yo, hold on, hold, hold on a second. So I cause I'm like I did I've I've done like you know different types of cleanses and stuff like that, but I don't know if I could go without you know, like what, what's, what's the goal? Is it like just like a mind cleanse? Is it a, a you know trying to do something? Right? It's definitely a body cleanse. I noticed I got this crazy pop belly and I got these skinny legs and walking around here looking like. <laughs> 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 and, and and I'm and I'm you know I, in my algorithms and watching all these older guys like shred and all that. I'm like, hold on. I can at least get myself decent without this pot belly. So that's my goal. My goal is to lose my belly. Yeah. Mm. With that, you know, I know that a lot of what I eat, I need to refrain from cookies, cakes, chips. You know what I mean? And, you know, Janelle eats the wheat beef. She cooks everything, rice and peas, all them things mm. I love to eat. I'm giving it 30 days. Okay. Yeah. yeah. What about you, Ken? What's yours? I don't really, really have one either. So I think, I think part of it, part of it now is to listen. You know how? Um, one thing I think about is not it's not letting things that you can't control stress you. That's a good one. That's a good one. That's so a good one. That's kind of where, where where I'm at with it. That's yeah. a great one, Yada. Because the way the world is now, you're easily distracted, bro. Yeah, no, that's a good one. Yeah, I don't, I don't have one. I mean, like as far as health is concerned, like in December I did my annual physical, found out that my cholesterol was high and that I'm pre-diabetic. So I didn't like, yeah, that bugged me out, yo. But you know what? It kind of makes sense because yo, I'm like, I'm like, I'm a heavy carb type dude. Yeah, whatever. So yeah, yeah. So now, like, I've been like really, really like trying to be more conscious of what I eat. Like, I haven't been eating. No potato, and I love potatoes. I love French fries. I like bread. I like rice and all that. So yeah, I've cut that out, and as a result of cutting, my weight is going down. Huh? Oh yeah. Um, I don't remember now because after after I got it, I tucked it away. I was so damn disappointed. Yeah, you would have thought it was the end of the world. Some people responded to like, "Yo, man, you know, you you know, it's nothing. You'll be all right." But for me, it's for the record. 
for the record, your blood sugar level, your AC and your A1C level should mm-hmm. pass 5.6. Yeah. They run in your blood, and if anything over 5.6, if it's in seven, then they hit you with the pre-diabetic. If it's 10, yeah. they're gonna give your ass a diabetic pill and put you so Yeah, you or you. Yeah, nah, nah, nah. I'm not, I'm, world. Not, I'm not I'm not oh, damn. A1C was eight. Wow. Oh wow. Yeah, man. that's who's that? Barcy? Come on, wow. baby. That, that we gotta get that down to five point six. Yeah, that's yeah. that's where I'm at. That's where I'm at. Five point six. I'm actually five point six. Exactly where you went. And for your kidney, it should be two point oh. Anything below two point oh, you gotta help the kidney. But if it goes above two point oh, if it is above, your chronic, almost chronic kidney failure. Hell yeah. So, yeah. Your, your kidney is getting beat up a lot. So. Yo, I'm I'm doing pretty good though, cause I have like decent discipline. I'm not one of them dudes that you know, like for some people, moderation work. Like for me, I gotta kind of like quit cold turkey. Like so, I've been like shooting off snacks and all that, and I'm just like, yo, let me let me chill. Let me put the snacks to the side. Like I haven't been having no snacks. So the only thing I eat is I eat like skinny pop, like the flavorless okay. pop joint. Yeah. I, I, eat was, that. I was pre-diabetic. Um, actually, I was pre-diabetic when I first came up to Connecticut, and I went and had a uh, physical. And she told me, and I was 5.7. She was like, I'm ready to put you on the pill. I said, no, the hell you not. You put me on the damn pill. But what I know, what I recognized, what the reason was, was um, those, uh, what's them, them, them juices? What's the name uh, of them juices? Simply Capri. Oh, yeah, them joints is mad high in sugar. Brother, <laughs> I used to drink, I used to drink the limeade and the fruit punch like it was Kool-Aid, yeah. not, not, not even paying attention to it. And I was drinking a limeade more, thinking that, you know, it was doing something different than the, than the food punch, but it did, man. It's my sugar mm-hmm. right back. Yeah. And once cold turkey, just like you said, that was it, my sugar right back now. Oh, that's good, that's good. I used to um drink those, remember, you know how they used to say naked juices were good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Naked juices got so much sugar in them. Like as far as the vegetable and fruit content is great, but the sugar levels and naked juices is through the roof. Nah, none of none of that stuff is good. If you look at it, all that stuff like snapples and all that, that'd be like twenty eight grams of sugar. Um, even like Gatorades, because I used to drink like Gatorade, like the the sugarless joint, but that got like mass sodium in it. So yeah, right. You know, as consumers, as consumers, all of us, we consume for the brand. That's it. Yeah, Nestle, Nabisco, Dorito, yeah. all these other things. We're 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 designed or we're training our minds to the brand. Like I could be regular tissue, but I gotta have Kleenex now. Fuck out of here, So yeah, you wanna hear something funny about that? I remember years ago, like you remember um remember Anderson's? Yeah. Now the funniest I'm thing gonna- is. Anderson's were aspirins, but everybody called them Anderson's because Anderson was so big that they just said, "Let me get, let me get some Anderson's." But they were always only aspirins. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. That's how you get caught, bro. That's how you end up, you know, indulging in a lot of things because it's like I gotta have that. I gotta have a Twinkie. I gotta have a Hostess cupcake. (laughs) (laughs) Twinkie. Yo, let's get into it though. Um. We gotta, oh, yeah, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta got talk about this because everybody been talking about this. Um, <laughs> and I wanna, yeah, I wanna talk about this respectfully because you know, 
We don't, don't, we don't chase low hanging fruit, bro. Yeah. Yeah, and you know what? I'm, I'm, I mean, I don't know. All right, so I, let's 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 start with y'all, and then I'll give my opinion on it. What are you, what are you okay. guys' thoughts on Diddy? The allegations, all the stuff that came out. So we know that he settled with Cassie, but now yeah. there, are, there are all these other allegations coming out. Like, I think what happens, you know, just my opinion, when people find out you a payer, everybody come out. He's going to get all kind of wild allegations out yeah. of the blue. No, somebody coming out from from tenth grade, like yo, remember, remember at the dance? He touched me in the locker room, nigga. I remember that, son. Yeah. Crazy balls, but you know what I mean. <laughs> what do you think, though, Ken? What do you think? I mean, I think in, in Diddy's case, it's kind of strange. It's almost like to me with the Cassie situation, it seemed like they probably had some kind of deal or something already on the side, and he might have stopped Absolutely. stopped paying it and stopped the grieving or something. So because because there was no reason for. I know they opened up that statue of limitations, but yeah. from what, what I understand, Puffy had already gave her like $2 million on the leave. He had some kind of deal with her to begin with, which is crazy that if they split up, she was supposed to get X amount of money and right. everything to begin with. So she she went to the world twice. Now, a lot of a lot of these other people, some of the stuff that you hear, like, you did you see the Kid Cudi thing where he confirmed that they tried to blow Puffy up car up and all types of stuff? Yeah. So the, so those actions are not the things of somebody that's not guilty. But, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. So I mean, yeah, I think there's a little bit of little bit of um, fire where there's some smoke there. But you know, like you said, I think anybody he brushed against at the club or something, right now they like, yeah, did he touch me? He giving up thirty mil. Let me get, let me get a hundred thousand, son. Yeah, I took a couple of dollars. I don't know what I don't know what he what, what he actually gave up. So here's my thinking with this, like. When it was first announced, I don't know, I probably spoke, I feel like I spoke to both of y'all probably about it. Like, I'm not saying that, you know, I'm not saying that he did it, but I can't say with certainty that he didn't do it. Yeah. Like, right. no, it's like, it's like kind of one of them things that if somebody come to you and tell you something about somebody, you'd be like, you know, I've seen things that would make me believe potentially yeah. yeah. some validity to this one of those, but I'm not saying he, he did it. Um, what's dangerous about it is that once you pay people oh, then automatically in the public opinion it becomes that yo you 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 did it um and that's interesting because look what look what um bossy bj said he won't have to pay if it's not true you would think that but you know what the other thing is though you got lawyers in your ass sometimes legal strategy is to pay yeah that's how cassie's lawyer went in with that same premise don't attack him attack his association who he's built around and they went straight for the pockets. They made the show. They went for the companies he's working with. And because the companies don't want no bad press, it's like, all right, we got kick Sean out, give it the money, shut everybody up. This, the funniest thing though, in that in that list and some of the people that got picked with, you know, with the new statue, it was quite a few music people and people that Pompey mm -hmm. associated with that uh, wasn't like I think it wasn't Harvey Bernard and Harv Pierre was on Harv Pierre. Yeah. So a yeah. lot of his, a lot of his, you know, you know yeah, who's implicated in that? Well, Aaron Hall, that's no secret with, with Aaron Hall. <laughs> <laughs> that's like, it's like public knowledge. Aaron Hall was doing. Yeah, but you, yo, you make a good point because that opened up the floodgate. Because then you have like Jamie Fox. Um, yeah, they, they had the mayor from New York City at one. Yeah, point. Eric Adams was on. <laughs> they had um, what's the dude? What's the dude that everybody um. What's the dude that everybody from Interscope look up to? The um that was the head of Interscope. Oh um, 
I know what you're talking about. Um, like right on my tip of my day. The dude that had an interscope, he, his, he was there. Jimmy Iovine. Jimmy Iovine, yeah, he was on there. Now you see homeboy that... Um, well, Russell Simmons on there, too. Russell Simmons is on there before everybody. But yeah. the, um, the dude that's the... Uh, the, the producer for um American Idol now, Paul Abdul got him on there. It's like, mm-hmm. yo, loosened up or reopened the statute of limitations now. Everybody coming forward. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot that's been hidden with Puffy. Puffy is, if y'all remember the City College thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah I remember he promoted, that. He promoted the party at City College. He sold more tickets. He blasted on. I think it was Hot 97 at the time or Kiss FM. Probably 97. They sold so many tickets. End result, I think a young lady lost her life and she was pregnant. She got stomped. I think a lot of people knew who that was. And that became a fiasco. And then, you know, things go past by time. But now, as time has passed, we look at all the things Mr. Diddy associated with. You know, even if it's alleged or not, you got Jaguar right, <laughs> Cougar right. There's some people. <laughs> you know she she's putting everyone's business out there. I <laughs> fell to who knows else. Seeing <laughs> his bodyguard as well, who was really close with him, was mm-hmm. out Puffy and his laundry. And Kamari Lee Simmons, like he has a lot going on. Which, like we said, we don't know what happened. Yeah, what happened. But when you listen to Jaguar, you listen to Kamora, and you listen to Gene, their stories kind of parallel each other. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it makes you think. And then there's, there's also other things that you hear in a passing by who may know something of uh, Mr. Diddy and his, his, his ways that kind of just like, you might be a freak. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Oh no, no, no. We ain't about to get on the pastor, right? (laughs) (laughs) Whatever the freak off is, no, he's not only sex trafficking, but he's he's forcing people, force Cassie to have sex with other males so he can enjoy himself. Yo, yo, Rob, you know what's crazy about that, though? So that was the allegation. That's what she alleged, right? And now we forced to believe that that allegation is true. We forced to believe that that allegation is true because he paid. The belief is that because he paid, the allegation is true. But yeah, I just want to go back to um, to what you you were saying, like about Jaguar, right? Like one of the things that I struggle with um, when I hear these kind of stories especially i see a lot of it on youtube too is also is like the, the credibility of the source <laughs> and the credit and to me it's like like jaguar right got a lot to say about a lot of people yeah she's bitter. And, you can tell she's bitter too yeah and, but yo so all of the, it seems like to me like a lot of times when this information comes out it usually comes out from people that have some sort of vendetta as it relates to the person you know and L P O. this person did yeah. this that or whatever and again not to say that the stuff didn't happen but i always look at the credibility but a source like who are these people and then the other thing that i look at is i'm like why are we more inclined to believe so think about us as a society right we were more inclined to believe what jaguar wright said about all of these different celebrities like you said like from the patty labelles to to diddy to all these people that we we're more inclined to believe her about the shit she's saying but we like now nah, megan the stallion is lying 
What is that? Yo, does that does that not say we pick and choose? We pick and choose who we you know like. But what is the criteria for credibility? Like, is it that we don't like Megan Thee Stallion and we like Tory Lanez better, or we just hate Diddy? So whatever anybody say about Diddy is credible, and we receive like, how do we determine if a person is credible or not? And why again? Why is this a society like the shit that's salacious? We more inclined to believe than yeah. you know? It's I, I can never wrap my head around that. As the older guards would say, be easy led in the wrong direction and hard to be led in the right. Yeah. So whatever sensationalized the air, we pick up on it. The only reason why I'm giving cadence to Jaguar Wright and Gene the Bodyguard is because their stories line up. I ain't gonna sit here and say, and I doubt if they sat in some coffee shots and say, look, we gonna plan this out. You <laughs> but, but yo, which, um, with Bossy saying, it's true, Jaguar Wright been online saying this for years. Yeah. For years, oh. and now it's coming out. Kanye yeah. too. You've been saying a lot of uh saying a lot of stuff for years. But I, I don't know. I mean, I just it's just something about like yo, people sometimes I'm like, you know, if you could if anybody could get online and make any allegation about somebody because of they resentful about whatever business dealings that they had about people. It's like back in the days when Wendy Williams used to be on um same thing, bro. Yeah, yo, this dude is gay because he whatever. <laughs> same thing, same no. thing man. They think about um People like Star from Star and Buck Wild. Yeah. it out. Mm. And then he got, he, and, he, and they come with fact checking scenarios. Like, yeah. they, never, they never rely, they, they never tell the source. Like, I have a reliable source who definitely was in there. Like, yeah. the dude that sat with Tasha K about Will Smith. Mm-hmm. Like, he, he's saying, I, I walked in the room and this is happening. Now, mind <laughs> you, right? We don't know that these things are happening. But I, I, I can I can honestly take an account of one individual, I won't name him, but he's in the industry, he told, sat around me, uh, my man Crumb and a couple other people, that these Hollywood entertainers, celebrity parties, they, they, these things are real, bro. This is not far-fetched. This is not yeah. something that we should think, you know, I ah, some ritual or whatever. How this shit's happening. People got money and they doing it. Jeffrey Epstein ain't a he's like the the, the wizard for the that. King. Yeah, he was the king of it. He was Yo, so on IG, because we are broadcasting on IG too, Neville said all of these creeps will be getting punished now. Diddy has caused too much grief. It's his time to pay the piper. That's what it is. Your chickens are coming back home. Yeah. But them <laughs> shit is roosting like a <laughs> People yeah. better be careful. People be dropped. A lot of people drop dead around Puffy. People <laughs> Yo, but you know, you know something. Again, like I feel like. All right, so if you're him, do you settle? Take take, in, take into take into account everything. You know whether you did it or not or whatever. You know the cost that it may be for retaining an attorney or whatever. If you him, do you settle? Yeah, yeah. Or do I you do go? Because I still have a career. You know that, what? And I've been living off of that. I want to at least excerpt some of the funds that I can get out of it now that I got this allegation. Mm. I got I still gotta still try to make money before the hatchet really falls. Mm. Mm. Trying to save face at this point. For him to settle, he'd have to go with them, go to them with a number because you gotta remember what's gonna happen is once the numbers start getting around and out, some everybody's gonna try to push to get more. It's like it's like yeah, the it's NFL like quarterback contracts or something. If this person got 10 million, I'm trying to get 15. 
So would you have? Said, would you have settled with Cassie? With Cassie, I probably would have, cause they got like a history. It's almost like if Jennifer Lopez would have came out, mm. you would have had to settle with her, but just because it's it'd have been completely like there's no reason for her to make it up. Right, you was in an intimate relationship with this man. Yeah, so that that's Period. that's. So all right, so then the next question I ask is all right. So how does he repair his public image? Because the public image now is that it's it's it's, it's a presumption of him being guilty because he settled. I don't think there's no coming back. No, I think you ride off into the sunset. I think it's right. game over. Hey, low, bro. There's no coming back. Yeah. Public public scrutiny is already a thing of council community. It's, it's already <laughs> in place. Yeah. yeah, you're right about that. And like I said, everything <laughs> from city college to let the locks go. Yeah. Park and Biggie. The list goes on, bro. <laughs> Yeah, history. <laughs> Andre Harrell, all, all the shit. People, and but come on, like, yo, some of the some of these stories you don't think is reach, yo. Keeping it real, he is the sole survivor. Daddy Kane, the band, you name it, ain't that work? <laughs> yo, you know, but yo, I'm not, I'm let a, me not say a, it didn't work. Let me not say it didn't work because Puffy ripped the rewards out of all that shit. It did work. Yo, but yo, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I, I get it. <laughs> You saying that, cause I, yo, I was watching somebody live and they was just thought, yo, they threw Sun under the bus crazy, like yo, puffed at this, puffed at that, like oh, they went in on him. But then in my mind, I'm like, yo, these same people that saying this, I heard some of these rappers and singers, and they weren't talented. You can't pin that on Puff. Yeah, yeah, I had nothing to do with no allegations. Somebody album flopped or it never came out. Like Sun, uh, Mark Curry, Mark Curry. Was, was like a book of Mark Curry winning on him too. Like, yo, he ain't never put my project. You can't, to me, you can't come out and be like, yo, he ain't never put my project out. So let me tell you all the stuff that he did, yada, 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 yeah, type thing or whatever. Like, yo, that, that's crazy to me. But if you told me all that stuff and I ain't know it was about him not putting your album out, then I'm going to look crazy. You know, which one of y'all was checking for Mark Curry album? <laughs> yeah. Which one of y'all was checking for Mark Curry album? Nobody. Anybody <laughs> in the comments? Let me see the comments. Yeah. Oh, no. Nobody was checking for the Mark Curry album. Pup, he has a track record that seemingly follows him. That's not a good track record, bro. It's not. It's not. Peace, young, what up, young? Young said he can't repair his public image. The image isn't ruined. The image is ruined because he settled his. He settled. The image isn't ruined because he settled his image is ruined because the truth is out. People can't unsee him now. And that's what I mean. But yo, so here's the theory. A lot of times, like when you're dealing with lawyer, I'm not an attorney, but, and you get involved in litigation, usually it's like, yo, you settle because you may have some form of culpability in whatever the matter is. And it may cost more to actually litigate than to actually go with a settlement because he could have been in court with her forever. You know, I think where Puff messed up is I think Puff thought I'm going to pay her you know, a month or two will go by, it's going to die down. And then, you know, I'll pop right back up and I can spin it or whatever. But, yo, the joint just spiraled out of control and it's like wildfire. You know, it's a different day and age. You know, people get on YouTube or whatever. Yeah, so he's an iconic, and I use that word very lightly, but public figure so big, bro. I, I will say this, though. We like to knock each other down, though. Like, it, it always seems like when we get to the pinnacle and we start really getting to a point where things are different you're at the next level you knock them down from the puffies to like and for us a lot of it turns into sexual allegations and all types of crazy stuff from puffy 
looking yeah. at Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby supposedly went to buy NBC. All of a sudden, he had all these different issues. So, and we easily knock people down, like you said with the Megan Thee Stallion thing. We just didn't believe that was possible because Tory Lanez is four foot seven, and Megan Thee Stallion is. And he's a better artist. Let's be real; it's just rooted in yo. He's a better artist. <laughs> we well, have, yo, we don't have a criteria for which credibility lies. We just like I like you more. Shit you saying is probably has more validity than that person. That whole situation remind me of Harlem Nights. <laughs> he shot her in the pinky toe. <laughs> oh man, this, this, these are all allegations. None of it we are not gonna find out to be absolutely true. It keeps us going. It keeps things sensationalized. But the fact that you know what is happening, not just to P Diddy, a lot of people's skirt is getting pulled up for whatever reason. All this stuff. Just can't be happenstance. Skirts is getting pulled up because skirts was pulled down. You know what I'm saying? This is exposure season, man. We're in the time, Aquarius time, truth, and all that. (laughs) Yo, so hold on, though. So so hold on. Because, all right, so all these other people, it's still, they still got to, you know, litigate this stuff because I don't think. Mayor Adams ain't jump out the window and try to pay nobody. I don't think Jimmy Iovine paid money. anybody. They had Jamie Foxx <laughs> jammed up too. No, they got a couple of people. I think Jamie Foxx joint was crazy. Though, you like know, something they said that he put his hands down somebody's pants at a photo shoot or somebody was taking a picture. Something like that. Jamie Foxx joint is crazy, bro. I don't know, Maybe man. So look at look at us right now. We get these allocations, but remember, quietly people don't realize. Remember Cuba Gooden Jr. He had all of yeah, that dude. He huh? keep a case. Yeah. Tell me, stay yeah. out of French Montana videos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yo, Cuba Gooden Jr. But yo, I mean, to me, I, I'm I'm interested in seeing where um where the Diddy thing goes because I don't remember which celebrity said it, but they. They, they were saying, though, they was like that America loves like a, a story, like they love to build people up and tear them down. But what they yeah. love more than that is a comeback story. I don't know if he come back from this because this is like, well, you both of y'all probably right. He may need to ride off into the sunset and lay low after this. Look at his track record, bro. Shine, all of that. His name, he has skated out of all this. This is not new. Puffy is not new to being in the mood. So it's not like he's being picked on because he's Puffy. It's just that his shit is catching up with him. That's my opinion. It appears mm-hmm. that like it's catching up with you, bro. And you've done nothing about it. You know what I mean? All these things and all all of us following your name is not good. There's nothing good that follows P. Diddy. After Diddy is like, this nigga done Diddy. <laughs> it doesn't go that far. I, 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 I pray for the brother because, you know, I ain't gonna say he ain't give us no good music if he did. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, what? You, you, uh, somebody else was having that conversation too. They were saying, like, do you have the I ability know, to se- separate the um? I, was, I think I was listening to a podcast or watching YouTube, and they were saying, do you have the ability to separate the artist from what they did? Like, well, I, str- I, I struggle with that honestly with R. Kelly. I was gonna say, I don't think. That, well, you know what's funny about R. Kelly? I hate to say it. People, people hate R. Kelly. But you know that when people them stepping songs come on the different stuff at the wedding and different stuff, people it's not still, still yeah, it, it's still happening. I'm just yeah. being it, it's yeah. still <laughs> on they on they on that dance floor, yeah. singing along, mm-hmm. all of that. It's hard. I mean, cause I mean this man has he's he's placed he stamped us all with his music. 
So mm. the same thing with, with Puffy. His music has stamped a place in us where we, we like Benjamin. We like these songs. These songs get played over and over. Take that, take that, take that, take that. You know what? Now they take the test, though. Todd may be the test. Remember, a lot of times, like, Michael Jackson was involved in all types of weird stuff or long stuff. Somebody planted that there. That's me just being black. Somebody planted that there. They just want Mike to But Mike was about it. Mike never got canceled. People still listening to Mike while he was going yeah. to. Like, no. Yeah, they did. While he was going to trial. Yo, yeah, switching gears. Um, switching gears. Now you know the 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 real hot topic now that everybody been talking about the last couple of days is the stuff with Epstein. But y'all want to approach this from a different perspective because everything that I've been hearing is about like who's on the list, um, who did what, who may not have done um, whatever. And and rather than going that route, like I saw something interesting. I don't know if y'all follow Hope is Four Fifth from the Bronx. Shout out Hope is Four Fifth. Um, but he he had posted something. I guess you know he has a page on Clubhouse and he had posted that he was going to go on Clubhouse and he was going to talk about the Epstein list. And Chi Ali, another Bronx site, was in the comments. And Chi Ali, I think, made a comment as to say, he said something along the lines of, well, you know, um, before we start reading off the names on the list and indicting the people, you know, we need to actually get more information because, and Chi Ali said something, I'm paraphrasing, something along the lines of like, yo, these are all like wealthy businessmen that associated with each other. How you know somebody didn't go for a business meeting yeah, yeah, well, whatever it is but then hocus which is a great point and hocus for fifth point was that he said why is it that we are um really quick to excuse people that aren't of color and make excuses for them but we're quick to indict people Ow. of color people know yeah. he said people of color so if you think about like even like we just laughed and joked when we talked about the diddy thing but there was a hint of all of us are like yeah that's something definitely there so yeah. what chia Lee is saying you know and what Hocus Four Fifth was saying, both of them is like there's validity to it, you know. Like for Chiali to say, like I, you know, we don't know, we don't actually know what is the list going to tell us, kind of thing. And then Hocus saying, on the other hand, like why are we willing to excuse these people, but we don't excuse other people for it, you know? We don't we don't demand more information as it relates to the puffies or whoever it is of the world. And I, I think that's a great way to kind of approach it and look at it. I'm, I'm wondering from you guys' perspective, what's your thoughts around that? Like, why are we more inclined to say, yeah, Diddy definitely did it, but we need to look at the list and go through the list of the people that's on Epstein's list and see if that was some business-related stuff, you know, rather than us just saying, like, oh, you guilty, you was on the list. Unfortunately, that's what we beat each other up. In that. Yeah, cultural thing. It's, it's become a like you said, a cultural thing, man, to see someone at the height of where they are and you believe they don't belong there and you're waiting for their downfall. You're waiting for them yeah. um, to show weakness so you can step in and, 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 and make light of it. Um, mm-hmm. That's the culture we're in now, whether it's cancel culture, whether it's the LBGQ. Everyone is looking to get one up or I'm going to expose you because you're not... You're not you're not the person you're saying that you are, mm. and it's a circus at this point. It's because it got everyone racing to to see what the outcome is. Now, Puffy Epstein, we see what the, what that is. Now we got 177 people, people we probably don't even know, but then there are notable people. Yeah. Too. To Ali's point, it could clearly been a business trip. Mm. It'd have been that. Whatever happens on Epstein Island, who knows? 
type of business is going on there. I mean, there's no business you want to yeah. be affiliated with. That's for sure. That's a, yeah. a big ass conference room you need to travel. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, I know people that have gone on business trips, exclusive business trips, and there's a lot of leisure. There's work that needs to be done, but mm-hmm. lap of luxury that they get to enjoy while they're there is mm-hmm. like, like wow. Yo. When you went to work, really? Like you went to really work? You ain't work. You know so I want to. I want to. I want to read this comment off of IG that um that um radical notion. Beth said she said no way the people didn't know about Epstein what he was doing. They may not have participated, but even associating with him is gross. So it's like to me, it's like, and I agree with that. Like if you went, you didn't participate, but you knew what was going on, and you allowed it to continue to go on, that's problematic. I, I think yeah i think what happens with the people on that list that separates them from probably like when we talk about puffy and stuff too is that they don't entertain it what i mean by that is that if somebody says something about puffy and immediately he felt the need to respond he didn't just let it sit and rest those Mm -hmm. people on the list got notable people but you haven't heard one person say anything about it but at the same time other people that are not on the list like I'm, i'm gonna talk about the aaron Rodgers thing real quick but Aaron Rodgers saying Jimmy Kimmel was on the list. He understood <laughs> how serious it was. Yeah, that was crazy. That Aaron Rodgers on the list and he ratted out. No, no, he no said that. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers said that he believed Jimmy Kimmel was on the list, and Jimmy Kimmel responded telling him, "Yo, I, if you if you say that again, I'll see you in court." Yeah, yeah. So some people do realize how serious it is to be on that list, but a lot of people on the list, you really haven't heard anybody else respond to it at all. Well, you know why it goes, it's a public relations strategy. And it goes back to what I said about determining like who's credible and who's not credible. Like, I think once, once there's public outcry around this already, clearly, but I think once like the dominoes really start to fall and then there's legal action taken against somebody or something, or somebody is, you know, eviscerated in the media or whatever, then I think people's PR firms will get behind them and spin them, their lawyers, you know, but right now the legal, the legal advice probably is like, don't say anything about it yet. Don't comment on it. Yeah. Yeah. If you, yeah. If you don't entertain it, you don't bring life to it. Right. Yeah. And, 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 it, and it's designed for you, for us to bring life to it and talk about it. It's the algorithms, everywhere you turn, YouTube, any social media, there'll be a clip. As you scroll it, you're going to see Puffy. You scroll and you're gonna see Epstein. You did you did you think it was weird though? Someone or something like that to see like David Copperfield, Stephen Hawking, yes. yeah, Michael Jackson. Stephen, I was like Stephen Hawkins. Like you don't even know. <laughs> what is he doing? He sits in his wheelchair. Jesus. <laughs> no, I was like, yeah, I was like Stephen Hawkins. Stephen Hawkins. Stephen Hawkins. Out there watching midget porn. David Copperfield. <laughs> David Copperfield. Stephen Hawkins and Michael Jackson, and I read it. And I was like Michael Jackson, and it, but it says something like Michael Jackson did refuse the massage or didn't want a massage or something. Or the Prince Andrew stuff has been around forever. Listen to yeah. the names. You got Michael Michael Jackson who was in court cases, and another person, Kevin Spacey. So think about. Oh that. yeah, yeah. He was. Yeah. He's like one of the original Me Too dudes. Bruce yeah. Willis. There's a lot. There's a lot of names. George uh, Lucas was on there too. Leonardo DiCaprio's on that list. Leonardo. Yeah. Cameron Diaz. Cameron Diaz, yeah, there's some names on that. Naomi Campbell. Naomi Campbell, there, there are a lot of names. And this might have been the Elite's Elite's getaway. You know what I mean? And this is one of those spots that they traveled to that was away from all public scrutiny. 
and <coughs> someone got uh, got their hands on that flight list that's seen everyone that, that takes trips out there. Here we are. You know what I mean? Because there are a lot of kids, man. I, I, for some reason, I, I, I think I believe um, I heard Epstein had his hands in dealing with Disney. <laughs> yeah, he did. So, you know, the whole Disney child, Pizza Gate, there's a lot of shit we don't know, bro. No. And most people, and, I, and I, I've said this before, most people don't know that they don't know. So when they hear stuff like the sensationalized, they gravitate to the three of us. We'll check, we'll fact check, we'll talk about it, we're like, yeah. that may have happened. That's just alleged, but in the back of our minds, we're like, the internal instinct me is what's leading me to, to to these accusations now i pray puffy doesn't get himself in trouble but if he did these things epstein already committed these things his wife mm-hmm. is going 20 years they have a list this seems to be a hollywood People, power, power, people, elite, yeah. music, mm-hmm. movies, whatever. They got this, this freak shit going. You know? yeah. I don't oh, know. Man. What do we say about it, man? Well, remember, you got <laughs> Epstein and then remember Michael Weinstein, so it's, it's a lot. Oh, his joint was crazy. We yeah. can't even. He was, he's, he's. Yeah, I his mean, joint was only but so big. <laughs> I, think yeah. Cat, you know, I think in the Cat Williams interview, he said something about him, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he said something crazy about him too. He said something crazy about him too. So I think we need to really, we really need to keep our eye on probably for like the next couple of months, everything that's going on. And I need to, we should look at the statute of limitations and see how long, like, um, you know, like how, how long it's going to be open. Cause I feel like a lot of other names are going to pop up. Watch that Cat Williams one. I followed Cat Williams for a long time. That man ain't got shit to lie. Yeah, he 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 really ain't got nothing to lose either. <laughs> you know, he, he, so you know he's laying it out like, believe it or not, I know what I saw. Yeah. So there we go. Uh, I haven't seen the color purple yet. Not the new color purple. Have you? Mm. Um. Oh, hold on, hold on. What's up, Sally? He said there's no statute of limitations. Shot. I don't know why. I thought that they just reopened. Like I think I thought it was California and New York What's that did like. The Vibes Act, yeah. yeah actually, so it, actually it, it ends very soon as to why Cassie put her case in before really? it ended. Oh, okay. Uh, well, he, he's I, saying I that they... Yeah, he's saying that they eliminated it. I gotta look at that because I thought that that's what it was—that they did the Survivors Act and they um they extended it, and that's why people were coming forward with their um, right. with their allegations now. But apparently, I mean, I, I'll look into that and see and confirm. Um, if that's the case, then yo, we gonna be for the next year, so we are gonna be finding out lots of information. Okay, a lot more, of- we got cases dropping, more cases dropping than um the music. <laughs> <laughs> yo, did y'all did either one of y'all see the color purple yet? No, I didn't see it. No, nah, I, I didn't see it yet either. But um, I, I did see, I did see the interview though with Taraji P Henson where yeah. she broke down crying about the um the 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 inequality around like paying Hollywood, yo. And I had did some research and I was looking at it, and she had like yo, so she, so she had some interesting stats. She said that um anytime that she does a movie, that Uncle Sam gets fifty percent taxes, yeah. which we all gotta pay. She yeah, was like, yeah. then 30% goes to her team. Yeah, that, yeah that's... Um, 
she's she's been told that you know movies of color are not bankable overseas and that she earned less than two percent of what brad pitt earned on making um benjamin buttons and that after after everything that her salary was 150k and then after all her expenses and paying taxes and everything that she ended with about 40k for making that movie and i feel like she was she she may have been like nominated for oscar or something crazy like that um for that movie you know she said that tyler perry gave her like set her with like the first reasonable scale and he gave up five hundred thousand dollars for i could do bad all by myself um which what what are you guys thoughts on this what do you what do you think about like the um the pay inequality what do you attribute that to well let me say this before we say that um one of the things i often wondered like about the part with the bankable overseas Mm -hmm. thing that i've always wondered is like how do how does tyler perry's movies perform overseas because tyler perry got a really great formula in terms of movies i'm certain that his cost is low and then you know in the world of movies once upon a time if you did 100 million it was considered a successful movie i don't know how much it costs to make a tyler perry film clearly um but you know what does that translate to overseas like is is he are you know these stories bankable overseas I think so. I mean, I, I, I understand that the whole the whole profit base on the movies because there is some validity to that. Mm-hmm. And you, if you, one of the things, a lot of times, I think a lot of people didn't realize with Marvel when they decided to make Black Panther, one of their concerns was even though it was a Marvel movie, whether that was going to basically transcend around the world right. or something. Mm-hmm. And of course, you know, a big part of that for for Black Panther is that Black people came out. Yeah, so that was a big part of that. But if you think about it. Throughout, throughout the history, you know who Will Smith made money because his his movies transcended. Um, mm-hmm. Denzel Washington, but we're talking about people like action hero, heroes, critically acclaimed, you know, artists. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of other people in the same boat that she is. Now, some yeah. of her some of her pay structure and stuff is crazy because this whole thirty percent to the team and everything yeah. else, you might want to shake some of that off or something. She you know, fired all of them. Oh, okay, that's, yeah. yeah, that's 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 a lot. Thirty percent to the to the team or something. <clears throat> that's just too much. But I, I think that I think that sometimes too, the way you value yourself, like I understand that you need the money, but at the same time, if people know that, it, it, all these industries are small industries. So if you go here and like, I got Taraji for one fifty, you can't go to the next studio and be like, I think you go get a million for a similar role. Right. You set yeah. your own market price. So once you set that as the price, people might get, you know, inflation enough, kick it up some more, but you got to also play, pay some kind of value on your own talent and ability. Or start, you know, start thinking creatively or outside of the box. Now, would these movies translate overseas and stuff? I mean, I, I, I would say that a lot of movies don't translate overseas, regardless of its, you know, or the race, you know, sexuality or any of stuff. A lot of movies don't translate I mean, the things that like things that translate are things that that like general act like um, the Fast and Furious and stuff like that. Right, right. Yeah. They like how they transcend here in America. Yeah, they popular here than everyone outside America. Oh, I want that hat. Can we play yeah. that in Italy? Can we play yeah. that? That's how it works. And and I think it's the same. Yeah, it's the same thing with the other countries too. Because if you watch these award shows. You hear about all these dramatic films from other countries that we never heard about. Never heard of. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, so, I don't think of that. So unless it's some major blockbuster action movie or something like that, no movies really translate, you know, across the world. 
Yeah. So Barcy BJ said, but then she won't get the role because someone else would do it for cheaper. And I think she said that with Benjamin Buttons, that she refused to push back out of fear that somebody else would come in and get the role for cheaper. Like, I, I do think that there are roles that you have to take on the low um, that catapult your career and then you set your rate. And I think you got to be strategic about like what films you take also. Yeah, yeah that makes yeah. sense. You want the character to be authentic and you want to put your best forward to make the character real so when you so when, they, when it's portrayed that way your value goes up your ass yeah. goes up and people are like oh knock that out knock that out it's crazy but this 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 is just just to, just just for me to let this out viola davis spoke about this during the disparity yes she did versus blacks right and blacks receive 10 percent of what white counterparts make wow Scarlett johansson 2023 made 50, $56 million. And he, this is the list what, of... What movie was that? <laughs> that was probably all those Marvel movies. All um, those Marvel movies with Black wow. Widow and Lucy yeah. and all that shit. Oh, wow. She's worth that. I, I just said, the, it yeah. said as of two, as 2023, the highest, the highest paid white actresses are Scarlett Johansson at $56 million. Sophia Vergara at 43 million. Reese I don't Williams. even know what she was in. Yo, what is Sophia Vergara in? I have no idea. Who is she? I thought the she, show was it. The show was over. Wasn't she in that? Was, she was on the joint with um Al Bundy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's what that's what I remember her doing. Reese Witherspoon, 35 million. Angela Jolie, 35 million. And uh, Gal Gadot at 31 million. Wonder Woman. I get her, yeah. Wonder Woman. Get her, right. yeah. So let's go to the black actress. Kerry Hilson, $1 million. Mm. Yo, hold on a second. Hold on, hold on. Sophia Vergara's and Medea goes to jail? Tyler <laughs> <laughs> Perry gave it a thirty million. <laughs> Yo, Zen, Zen, Zendaya Coleman, one million dollars, and the third person is Taraji P, five hundred million. And that's that's two thousand twenty three. Modern Family was the name of it. Modern You know what? You know what? I mean, I gotta say this. Like, I think we can help the cause because we don't like we don't come out. We, we don't come out and, and support a lot of the projects and different stuff like when people like to the point where I think some of the way well it's not I don't think it's gonna get too much better right away because now with all of this director Netflix and director they're not paying people the same way these big studios were mm-hmm. no they're not yeah you gotta, you gotta, you gotta negotiate a nice contract with Netflix yeah series. Yeah, um, you're not you're not gonna get them to give you give you thirty million dollars to be on a movie that goes straight to Netflix. So we talking we talking about coming out. All right, so we talking about people coming out more, um, coming out more. I guess like in what capacity? Like, cause I I feel like I'm and I don't know. I don't. I'm not a fan of Tyler Perry. Like I acknowledge he does he does great stuff. He's just not my cup of tea. Like yeah. I'm not interested in Tyler. I don't find it to be um, artistic. Um, I just, it's just not, it's just not for me, but his business model is wonderful. Yeah. Uh, and I've always felt like, unless I've never, I don't like, I don't think I've ever gone. Maybe I may have seen like the first Medea movie in the theater or something like that mm-hmm. or whatever, but I don't know. Yeah. But I wonder, like, I always yeah, assumed yeah, that he had not in the theater. I've never seen right. any theater. Yeah. I've always assumed that he had good box office success with them because they were movies that were, you know, they cost fairly low. 
to produce. So I always thought that yeah. they were winners at the box office and predominantly people of color um, supported them. Yeah, they supported them. So, his business model is impeccable because he, all yeah. of the movies started out as plays. So he yeah. ran the play circuit and, and generated his audience from that. So when I hit the silver screen, people wanted were interested in how would that look on a movie screen. Yeah. And he made a killing. He keeps the same cast people. He keeps his call. He manages his cost. His his all his expectations are different. So he made got his own studio. He got his own studio. So he basically set the blueprint of the model. But for us, if you look at it right, we could probably go through and tell you the handful of people that's gonna get certain roles. And and like like right now, I tell you the popular um people like the dude Yaya. That I think he plays the Black Manta. Then you got the other dude, like the, you got like two or three dudes playing all the same type of roles. Right. Two right. or three women playing all the same type of roles. We don't even get the ability to break into the game. And well, you got, I mean, you you made a good point. Though. Look what you said, like pinball. Oh, that's it. Well, nah, yeah. yo, look what look what Kenyatta said though. He was talking about like artists that have, or actors that have transcended. So you think of like a Will Smith or Denzel and like some of the roles that they took and some of the roles that they took you know like i remember seeing will smith in six degrees of separation and people was yeah. like yo will smith is playing a gay man or this that or whatever it was a gay comment or yeah. you know it was a great film though and i'm certain yeah. that he probably didn't get millions and millions of dollars in it but it gave him an opportunity probably to demonstrate his acting chops and to get exposure to probably a larger audience you know if you make it and again like no disrespect i'm not a fan of empire either you know, I know a lot of people watch Empire. I'm not a fan of Empire either. So I don't know how, I don't know how people are choosing roles. Like, are they choosing roles based on I need to work? Because that's a real thing. Yeah. I need to work. But <laughs> I knew, I knew, I knew something was off with like the choice of roles that people had when Dream Girls came out, Jennifer Hudson won an academy award and then the next movie that she was in after that was sex in the city as yeah. carrie secretary yeah like why would you you won an academy award then the next movie you win is sex now sex in the city granted is a cult phenomenon you know it's a huge thing but that's like saying like yo i'm gonna go star in godzilla or whatever you always gonna play <laughs> second fiddle to godzilla or whatever you there's four main characters in sex in the city you know, none of them won an Academy Award. You won an no. Academy Award, and then you take a role like that. So I don't know. Again, like it may just be I need the work kind of thing that gets people to work. taking these roles. Yeah. Yeah, the sad thing be. about it is she probably got more money to be Carrie's secretary than she did to do Dream Girls. Dream Girls, probably so. Probably and so. You think about it, like like you said, the role selections. If Will Smith wouldn't have got smacked Chris Rock, did you see the last, the last film he did, that black and white one where he was like a slave or something? No, is it good? I didn't see that. Uh, he would have won awards after awards. Because like then, of how he portrayed in that, right? Yeah, but he just wouldn't yeah, get it because, you know, because his of image now. his image. But oh, yeah, so you know what? With that being said, puppy is good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think what's the last Will Smith movie I actually watched, though. Shit. Was it um well he's yeah. a dude, he's remember oh emancipation that's the movie you gotta Man, watch yeah that. I, I heard of it I didn't I didn't see it like I don't I don't know what the last I saw that I saw, of course I see he does a lot of my favorite films he does a lot of critical movies though remember he was on um, he did King Richard 
Yeah. That was he good. Did, he did um concussion. Think about the level of movement. Movie. Movie. I like that movie. So he does yeah. a lot of critically, critically acclaimed type, you know, dramatic roles. Then he's got things like Bad Boys. Yeah, he's t- he's top. I mean, that last Bad Boys, that was the last Will Smith movie I saw. Bad, that last Bad Boys, I thought that was trash. Think about him, Men in Black, Men in Black, Wild Wild West, Independence Day. Well, think about it. you got movies like another movie. Think about this, Pursuit of Happiness. You remember that? I was, that's that's like probably my favorite film by him. And that's yeah. and those he takes really good dramatic roles and stuff too. Right. But he also he also again he leveraged his TV's career. He leveraged his music. So what happens is. He didn't just have an acting fan base. He had other people that were anticipating and wanted to see him. But yeah. he had a fan base, a really yeah. large fan base. Yo, did y'all ever hear the story that um, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air was originally supposed to be MC Shan? <laughs> nah. <laughs> no, I'm just saying that Benny Medina, Benny Medina, I think stepped to MC Shan about it first. That would have been interesting. <laughs> Word. Word, yeah, that's the truth. I, I think, think I, I think I think we have MC Shan on. MC Shan said that too. I he heard it. Was. I asked him like, "Yeah, that's a fact." Let's 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 take a second in the match. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how many <laughs> seasons that would have lasted. Since we know Shan now, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, gonna be jazz. Um, tragedy was gonna be jazz. <laughs> I don't know, but it was yeah. Originally it's supposed to be Benny Medina. Um, you know what I think the other issue though is like the same stories being told, the same type of yeah. movies over and over again. So and, and, and that's that's what's killing that's what's killing a lot of people. music, movies, creativity, man. Well, I, I got one for you. Think of, I got one for you. I, I think he probably's getting paid pretty decently. You notice that Denzel Washington taught his son the formula, John David Washington. Yeah, yeah. He's in yeah. a lot of dramatic roles, stuff that people yeah. like outside of people living and the most recent one, the one with the um the the AI and all that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. So he's not just out there chasing around roles in the hood where he's in a shootout and all types <laughs> of other stuff. Rapping or something or playing ball, comedian, yeah. like the typical stereotypical, stereotypical shit. Yeah. 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 What up, Troy? Troy said, um, Kid and Play too. Yeah, there was some mention of like things projects developed for Kid and Play also. Yeah, well, they had a lot of crazy projects. What was that last one after House Party? I had something with nah, them house parties. I don't acknowledge House Party after the second (laughs) one or after three (laughs) and (laughs) immature on the eye. I know, them joints is what up. Yo, them joints was trash. Them, them, them house party was garbage. Don't they got like house party five or something crazy? Listen, I don't know. They don't shouldn't know. have no house party. Don't even remake it. Don't remake it. I didn't it. even like the remake that much. You seen the remake? Yeah. Nah, that was garbage. I seen it on the flight. Like the bronze house and all that. Yeah, yeah it was trash. Yeah. It was trash. That was that was worse than some of the some of the um the threes and fours and fives. It was real bad. <laughs> garbage. Yo, what's up with your homegirl Tasha K? She getting sued again. She she hasn't even been able to pay off her Cardi B debt. Well, here she is or whatever. Now Kevin Hart got the got the foot on her neck. Yo, you know what I respect about Kevin Hart? Remember when we were saying we were saying like, yo, sometimes you know the the legal joint, the settling all that or whatever. Yeah. Another firm belief that I have is that sometimes if you put your foot on somebody's neck legally and make an example out of them, yeah, then it's other people will leave. Yeah, it's like you know because. Some people is like, yo, you know, you can get, you can crack the mic and you say you say whatever you want with no repercussions, no. But then you have people that their level of pettiness is they they'll take you there. So Kevin Hart mm-hmm. apparently is trying to get whatever crumbs 
Cardi B leave on the table. Um, and I seen something like Cardi B requested an audit. What, like, because uh, because uh, Tasha K is trying to move they her ass around. Or... Yeah, that's why she went after. That's why she went to Kevin Hart because she got paid a bill. Yeah, she doing the um, she doing the Reggie Miller, Mark Jackson joint. Yeah, no, listen, let, let me tell, let me lend you ten million dollars. <laughs> Robin Peter to pay for. Yo, is, so she needs to stop jumping into people's shit. Like, like she 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 was grabbing at straws when she jumped in with Joe Smith's wife to hit up hit a little. Fiasco after she don't put that on. Yo, pardon me, Rob. How does she, even more than that? How did she get past the dude who came on and said that he walked in the trailer with Dwayne Martin? Oh, yeah. She, it's like she's searching for the most low vibration, <laughs> low degrading. <laughs> Talk about low hanging fruit just for content. But then I seen a bloggist, young lady said. But she's doing this, and she ain't got no lawyer to support her. So she's getting. She... <laughs> there you go. We we talked about this like an overall arching theme here. We we breaking each other down. We doing oh. clickbait, trying to get generate money. Like if you, it's almost like everybody wants to be their own mini mini TMZ, the shade room. Hey. Everybody, everybody, right. it's a way to monetize now. Shout out to us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shout out to us for not choosing. We're talking about law today. Yeah. yeah. It's saturating the news. Everything is, is there. Mm-hmm. But because of that, why we stay out of people's business. There's no place for people to be knowing these things, man. And say all these allegations are true, right? They all mm-hmm. deserve the fucking fry. But if not, <laughs> how do you rebound from public scrutiny? You yeah. don't. Yes. So you're dead either way. That's fucked yeah. up. Yo, so what you're saying is that we shouldn't book Jaguar, right? <laughs> <It'd be laughs> I don't know about that one. <laughs> she I might have like, be on some of that stuff. She might curse me out like, that nigga over there with the fucking hat. He ain't real. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like yeah. So here's the thing. You, yo, you know what the number one defense to defamation is? The truth. <laughs> yo, 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 it doesn't... That, if 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 how you call it like yo people haven't i guess what's happening now is that you have like the cardi b's of the world and the kevin hart says it's like yo enough is enough like cardi b she drunk her name through the mud it was like that she had all kind of stds and yeah. stuff yeah, and i think yeah, cardi yeah. b had to get like a her physician involved I'm and it was hearing, all kind I mean, of weird, but i'm hearing that Kevin Hart and his team set Tasha K up. She yeah, I heard something like that too. For the low hanging. She was trying to. She was trying to extort him, though, right? Yeah. Didn't she say like, "Yo, I got something." And you paid me off, but it never come out. How much? One hundred fifty. Yeah. You know who I am. You know my lawyers, and you ain't got a lawyer. You don't have a lawyer. But you got to give him credit for that too, because he could have just dropped one fifty like it was nothing with the type of money Kevin Hart. I wonder though. I wonder how much how much Tasha K paid the dude for the story. Cause now she hustling backwards, like yo, damn, I put out You gotta pay everyone out the wazoo, son. But you said Cardi B wanted an audit because I, I want to know what you're doing with your money. Because you're trying to, you know, people try to move their assets around. Giuliani, shout out to Giuliani, he trying to move his assets around. Yeah, now too. You know, oh, yeah, that's, that's the thing. 
Remember, no. Fifty Cent went broke after the Rick Ross thing. He ain't had no money. Remember? Kyle <laughs> Bank. Yes, I mean, it's, yeah. yo, a lot of this stuff is about legal strategy. You know, you move your money around. But the, the the sad part about it, though, is again, I go back to, like I was saying earlier, like you know, how do we? What is the what is the criteria for credible? You know, like Tasha K is a successful YouTuber. She has a successful blog. So whether she's telling the truth or not, once she put it in the title. You know, tons of people are gonna watch it. Now you have people who have small followings that could get online and say all kind of craziness mm-hmm. and it go under the radar. But you know, if you have some type of voice or something that resonates with people and you know you have a reach, then after a while it's gonna get back to these people is and you know if they if you're defaming a character and they like yo, this is blatantly untrue, then somebody is gonna have an attorney on retainer and be like, yo. See, here's the cease and desist to see if you keep going with it. And I believe that she they always send her cease and desist, and this woman continues to keep going with it. Like, what is her, you know, what's the law <laughs> behind strategy. it? You have a strategy because she's always, always end Just up throw it out there and hope for the best. Barcy, tell us what you tell us what you like about Tasha K. Tasha, um, K that make, make, makes her yo, okay. that makes her you know a, a great blogger or make you a big fan of her like what is it about her even if you know that the information that she's saying is untrue what is Send it a link so she can cover because i want to hear this <laughs> yes yeah, yeah we gotta we... if you're a big fan of, of tasha k please elaborate because <laughs> he just appears to me like you know be messy like, not, i'm messy um, what's the other? There's another lady on, on Instagram. What's her name? Geisha? Geisha? I don't know who that is. She airs out everybody, son. And it's not like a just Is it truthful? Is it truthful stuff or her just slander? And, and it's, just, it's, it's slander, but when you when you, you, you listen to us, it's like, damn, how she know that? Where'd she get that from? Yeah, well, you were right, Ola. Yeah, everybody <laughs> in the room. But she, <laughs> she be reading the riot act with people. The yeah, question yeah. is, Back to back to Kenyatta's point, like we beat each other up, we tear each other down, and that's become that is even become sensationalized. But people are actually having platforms just to do that, nothing else, no information exchange, nothing I can share with you that might help you. Just that I know someone who slept in someone's bed and now they wear panties. That's it. That's all people want to fucking know. Come on. Yeah. That's, yeah. Why, that's how you get 40, 41 million people watching you? How do you know? Hey, nobody, you think about it this way. People people don't want to hear about a wholesome story. Like, there's no interest in that. Nobody wants to hear about how your life is good and everything's fine and everything else. They want the drama. They want the drama. They want, want like, all types of weird, odd stuff. They want to believe this stuff because they're entertained or they might be bored in their own lives or whatever. <laughs> that yeah. when somebody says something, they just... They just go in like, oh man, like you could probably say anything and sensationalize it. If you get two or three people to run with it. Right. Yeah. I've never, I've, and you know, full disclosure, I've never watched the Tasha K video. I've just seen like the clips uh, and stuff That's like it. that, but I've never seen a right. full time. I, I, I won't give up my time. I will not give up my time. Because <laughs> I'm scrolling to see who, she, who she's surfing on now. Okay. For one, well, for one, she seems like her source is credible. She tells the story in a way that keeps you engaged. You want to hear more, and she asks yeah. questions and gives info. That's entertaining. Dropping most times. It's entertaining. Jaw dropping. Yeah, tell the story. Yeah, it keeps yeah, you engaged. Entertaining. She hitting people with the say what? What happened? Yeah. Who is it? Is Who it the Mark? truth though? You slept with Tupac? 
Word? Tell me more. <laughs> I think I think just in general, like we we basically one step below the inquirer right next time. The next time you're gonna hear about aliens with Puffy or some shit. You get you gotta watch her, then you'll see what it is about her. Like, like, yeah, maybe I'll maybe I'll like yeah, I'll definitely check her out. You sound like a Tasha K Barbie out there. You try to lure us in, huh? She said she said she, she said she likes her. I mean, maybe I'll check out and see. But I everything that I've seen, I'm like, I you know what it is though? Like the um the dirt on celebrities is not really that appealing to me. No, like That's my thing. The dirt on celebrities is up for what? All right. We like who we like, right? Yeah. Basketball player, movie, or actress. We love them for what they do. Then we find out they stole something or or they human. Yeah, they right. think they're regular people. They do like stuff that we probably did when we were kids, and all of a sudden we crucify them. Well, did you yeah. see they're trying to crucify? Um, but we're talking about actresses and people not getting their money. Is they're trying to crucify? Right. What the hell's her name? Um. Um, the comedian, she ready. Um, oh, uh, Tiffany oh, Haddish. Tiffany Haddish for those DWIs. Listen, man, and 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 that seems to be the order of the day. Mm-hmm. If you get caught slipping, you might as well just slip your ass right on out the damn door. You so know? this is this this is was this is interesting though that um, Bossy says she alleges it's the truth. The dirt <laughs> on celebrities allows me to see them. As human, it's funny, yo, it's funny, it's funny you would yeah. say that because I was just thinking that to me, Instagram has devalued celebrity. Like I, I remember once a time, you know, you weren't oversaturated. You, you, you were a fan of a rap artist. You had to get what fresh rap pages, word up the source. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. But now you see them every five minutes. Anytime you're on Instagram, like some of them share so much. I don't know if that's supposed to be the draw, like to lure you in with the human lore or whatever. But it's just certain things. Like I don't need to. I don't really care about. Got too much access. We're overloaded with information, and that's what social media. We 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 kind of devalue that whole whole celebrity thing because think about it this way: the fact that people are saying stuff like Instagram celebrity, YouTube superstar, reality TV star, reality TV star, all these things are regular people that we get entertained by by doing stuff (laughs) that may or may not be true and makes no sense most of the time. But we validate them by watching. Honestly, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, yeah, yeah. And a lot of times, like for, for uh, at least for us, is degrading. Like if you look at all those different housewives shows and all that stuff, the way like women are depicted in these shows is crazy. Yeah, it definitely is. Yo, on a serious note, though, you see, I'm, I'm sure you guys are seeing everything that's coming out as it relates to artificial intelligence. And I feel like probably like either back in the summer or sometime early last year, we were talking about automation. Just wondering, like, you know, with the advancements and um, AI being, like, heavy in the news now, what are you guys' thoughts on artificial intelligence? Uh, you see it as beneficial or not beneficial? I see it as a tool and only a tool. Mm-hmm. I think if it helps you business-wise or if it helps you in a matter where you can't rectify or come with a, a solution, AI is AI is winning. Mm-hmm. It uh, increases like a problem solver, in like a problem solving type thing. It, it, it can it can source as a problem solver, depending on what you prompted to look for, where you get the information yeah. out. Because I prompted some crazy stuff in there, and got some crazy stuff back. But I like it. Um, the Chat GPT. I have Chat GPT, and there's something else that Bing has. I think Bing. Mm-hmm. So 
yeah, that's they, there's a couple of things like for certain certain applications when you talk about things like the medical field and stuff like that where it can look at things and do, do much more precise measurements do things differently like just talking about things like um like say like knee replacements knee replacements used to be like in sizes small medium and large but the emergence of AI and different computers, they can digitally model things in a better way. Right. I think the thing that scares people about AI is not AI itself, it's the intuition part. So what happens is all of self-learning leads you to a conclusion of what is actually the wrong thing. And it's all fact-based, isn't that? Humans don't work off of fact-based. Right. We yeah. work off of emotions. Computers yep. work off of fact-based. It's almost like what you see in the iRobot. It was two people in the water and with him and the computer decided to save this one because the chance of surviving was better whereas mm -hmm. a human would dive in the water and grab the kid before the adult yeah the um it's, it's interesting you say that because i was thinking like i think with the rise of artificial intelligence is really going to bring back the the emotional element that humans seem to not appreciate as much like there's a lot there's a lot of critique for people around emotions and being emotional or being portrayed as emotions um, you know, a person that is emotional, but um, emotional to be emotional or to be in tune with emotions is the reason why I think it's going to be of much more value now is because everything is going to be, you know, based on analytics and yeah. intellectually driven. And I remember there was a dude that I was talking to years ago and, you know, we were talking about baseball and he wasn't a sports dude. You know, so we, the, the conversation was like it was it was very much an intellectualized conversation as it relates to baseball. He was like, well, they have an empire back there. An umpire calls the, the strikes or whatever, you know, but then they have the tracking, the strike tracking thing to tell with the, the strike. So why would you have um, an umpire if you could get the strike right all the time or whatever? And I was trying to explain to him the human element of baseball is what make is what makes baseball attractive like seeing yeah. an umpire blow a call or Whoa. seeing it um, yeah like yeah. you know the human the human element and i think that for people that are intellectually rooted the concept or the notion around accepting artificial intelligence embracing it is going to be a lot easier than for people that are rooted in emotions like i do like the fact element of it um the other part of it that i see like with artificial intelligence that a lot of people don't realize is that artificial intelligence and automation is also going to be the demise of a lot of human people in the workforce oh yeah yeah definitely like a lot of people are going to be out of jobs because everything is going to eventually be automated like you think about it we all have a virtual assistant at our hand you pick up your phone hey siri yeah. it's that or you know there's just there's there's so many things that could possibly fall by the wayside as a as a result of artificial intelligence and automation well is you it, think is about it, it is, is, is artificial intelligence hacker proof no, yo now i'm saying now not. i'm saying that and siri just went off on my phone as i said that <laughs> well, think about what you said about baseball about what makes it interesting and stuff so the data analytic models and ai and stuff was what created the shift Mm -hmm. And you notice that we're saying people hated the shift because it took away from the statistics. The game was boring and everything exactly. else. So what did baseball have to do? They had to get rid of it. Rid of it, yeah. Because it, it changed the way the game is. They lost viewership. Nobody wants to see things be that perfect. Perfect. Right. right. Yeah. Just yeah. People, right. people like to see the imperfections. That's actually what makes it interesting. And that's the, it's cliche, but it's true. The imperfection is what attracts people, not the yes, perfect that's everything, the human, right? That's the human effect, the imperfection. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Trial and yeah. error, not 
we're not trying to scrutinize and narrow it down to the last common denominator to get it very perfect. Mm-hmm. Listen, man, enjoy the game the way the game has been enjoyed all all this time. AI, like I said, man, is it hacker proof? Is no. it can, you know can what's the liabilities if if Tesla's car goes off the damn road? Yeah, well, they had a, they had a, they got a movie about that. They they, yeah. they, they got they have a movie right now about that where somebody basically hacked I guess the satellites and different stuff and they showed where in the movie where you can control all Teslas from satellite all of them. Yeah. Wow. Where you can make it so that they can't they can't um. What what are? Yeah, sorry about that. Yeah, so all of that stuff like with the self driving and all that stuff, all that's computer based. Mm. Of course. What are, what, are, what are insurance companies insuring to people with a case like that? AI mm. decided to flip the fuck out like. <laughs> yeah, yo, it's funny. I never thought about that, Rob. I never. Th- I guess. I guess technically, it's your car, right? It's your car, <laughs> so you liable. <laughs> you know what's funny? If you think about it, if they want to go by that, shouldn't insurance be cheaper? Because again, AI is supposed to be perfect. They're supposed to know when to brake, when to change lanes, and everything else. So my insurance would be next to nothing because. You, you said that this is the this is the perfect way to drive. How did how did the insurance company tell anybody about cyber attacks? And, uh, how do you put the how do you write that into the the rider? Well, yeah, they do have cyber insurance now, though. They have cyber yeah, security cyber insurance security and all that. Yeah, but you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's 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 a lot of risk management. It's a lot of strategy. I say use AI for the tool that it's there for. Now, of course, we're gonna have people out there trying to be robots and do all this shit too. Mm-hmm. Um, trust me, we're gonna see that in like the next ten years. It's, it's, I think less than that. Probably less than that. By the tenth year, it's gonna be mastered. It's gonna be all over wherever. You know, in Texas, they have a um a, a, a fully unmanned McDonald's. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah, and I've seen like somewhere they have like gas stations also that you know, yeah. and that's my that's my concern. Like you know, actually doing away with the humans like and you know what i think like kind of catapulted the rise of ai also the um the pandemic yeah. i think the pandemic led to people shift a different way of doing things like all right we have to be creative we have to switch up we need to try other things you know we need to figure out like when when humans can't provide a service like what's the service that still could be sustainable without humans you know like um if you're a business owner and they say well you know it's considerably cheaper to build these yeah. robots to run the business like i'm t- i've been telling people for years all these concepts have already been introduced to you you just don't realize it and that magnitude when you go in the supermarket and the self-checkout when you yeah. go to the, the bank now and they got the big or not the regular atm the big automated teller that could do everything like this is their way to you begin report, to start yeah. and people out like you go to mcdonald's it's one person behind the counter it ain't seven people behind the counter no. one oh, you got the kiosk thing and all yeah what do you what do you do when you you go to McDonald's and the drive through you want fries and the nigga glitch? You need change. You need change. <laughs> well, what? the job I guess now will be like the for the engineers, the engineers who yeah. work on who work on it. You know, those will be the jobs. But the reality of it is like, you know, and then here's another level. You know, and that's probably for another show. But those jobs were like entry level jobs that a lot of the youth got yeah. in to get their start work like all those jobs they were already competing with some adults but now you're going to be competing with machines and you know the machines get a, a plus certified out there yeah. technology ain't going nowhere if, if you think about it it's kind of cyclic so like they, they had this whole push to try to increase um the minimum wage on different things right 
Mm-hmm. But what happened is that the businesses decided, well, if you're going to have to pay people more, I got to figure out a way to cut the cost. Exactly. Yeah. And then you look at it as far as like young people with the jobs, that was going to change the market anyway, because the only reason they're not adult jobs is because of the pay. You make right. McDonald's $25 an hour, you can have a whole different workforce. True. And start giving out benefits and stuff, the workforce changes. Yeah. But what also changes with that is the requirements. So right. now, if I got to pay you $25 and give you um, benefits, I might need a food services certificate or something like that, or some I kind of. That, yeah. Yeah. Uh, 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 it's in food handling or something. Food handling license. That's yeah. right. So all that stuff is cycling. Like they're going to they're take and manage their costs and do it effectively how they want to do it. It's just that, again, with programs and robots and stuff, you don't got to pay health insurance. <laughs> you don't have to pay insurance, you know, personal insurance. Just plug in and they recharge. Yeah. And one guy behind the scene watching watching the log for errors. If an error fails, we address it as it comes up. Yo, but with, even with us having all this stuff in place, there's still like a human element that I'm sure I'm certain that there are times when you're going to stores and you'd be like, yeah, I'd rather talk to somebody at the register or I'm, I'm yo, yeah. you know what I do when I get on the phone and get an automated service I, sometimes zero. I, I zero. Zero. Yeah, right off the top, zero I don't even want to deal with that zero and but yo you see they don't let you get to the operator that fast they no no they switched it up now mm-hmm. you got to jump through hoops to just to get to the operator you got that means that we're gonna have to evolve also as people to actually make the adjustment, yes, you know, to, to, to be, be able to accept that. Be yeah. ready, because a, 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 a surge and a shift is upon us. Got a great deal, bro. Be ready, man. I was I was talking to somebody today, what's it, mom? And they got a, a Escalade, and they told me that the Escalade, like a lot of people don't realize, with all this different intuitive stuff and robots and computers that. You can ride in the Escalade and not have your hands on the steering wheel, and let it'll it'll switch lanes, put the signal on, switch lanes, bring you back, and the whole thing break everything without touching. What the does Geico do when this shit says I'm turning off the road? And go I mean that technology. A lot of cars though got like self parking or you know like lane correction. A lot of cars have that built in now. You know, yeah, so. Lexus has that self parking. Like I see. Yeah, they got self parking. They got lane correction. Like when you lane shift, you know braking they got sensors that if you get yeah. going too close to another car the brake automatically goes down um honestly like some of that stuff i disable on my car it feels weird to me <laughs> you have it on your car yeah i have it on what my car some of the it stuff feels, yeah it feels it feels weird like for for it to break for me like i'm not even a big um cruise control person like that i was about to say that that's that's probably the first ai <laughs> I, I changed i changed some of the sensitivities because you if you have the sensor where if anybody gets close you get the vibration and stuff like you could be within four or five feet the car stuff vibrate stuff vibrate i'm like yeah that's just way way too sensitive yo rob you i would say call geico but you're gonna have to hit zero to get an operator. You're gonna be there for a minute and ask them, yo, what's your policy on what does insurance look like on self-driven vehicles to see what they say? They're gonna have to come up with a better way to address certain exposures, man. Cause it's it's people are gonna be more reluctant to go AI and go convenience where things are easier for them, and AI is gonna present it to them. Like a like a like a, a red bow on a gift. Here you go. It's what you asked yeah. for. But the liability of these things when it don't work, or 
If there's a glitch, what's the ramifications? How do I rectify it if it turns left? Like, do I switch it back on the manual and now I can drive? Like, you know, what, what's the ramifications? How, how does AI with him affect people's education? So think of it this way, like years ago when we, when we went, when we took tests and stuff like that, you might not have been able to use a calculator. Then it evolved into using a regular calculator. Then it evolved right. into using a scientific calculator. Now I could just dictate into a thing and have AI write my paper for me. Write my paper, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think I'm about to get mad AI papers this semester, I bet you. <laughs> yeah, you are. And then dispute with people because they're going to be telling me, like, I know for a fact this is correct. <laughs> yeah, exactly. A- AI, AI, to check. <laughs> AI technologies are projected to move forward for profitability. 16 industries across 12 economies in the next 10 years. Yeah, I believe it. That's what are those 16 industries? Well, we already know it's in fast food and, auto, and automotive. Oh, yeah. yeah. Those, are, those are two major ones. Yeah. So whatever the other 14 are, we're waiting to see. Yeah. No, that's unfortunate. Well, y'all want to thank everybody for pulling up, tuning in tonight. Great to be back. I know. Time flies. Time flies. Good feeling, yeah, if you haven't already streamed the curation on all um, platforms, it's our first project, the curation. Um, go back and also like yo, go back and look at our catalog because we got like some really really good interviews that I think went under the radar for people probably because we wasn't doing the um the low hanging fruit stuff, you know, like yeah, we wasn't heavy on the six nine rat gossip stuff and all that. <laughs> we got some we got some good joints in the um in the archives. Check us out, man. We got some good content. Yo, any closing words from y'all? Uh, yeah, y'all, what you got? Hey, listen, this is 2024. Listen, everybody have a healthy and prosperous 2024 out there. Whatever, everybody, you see, it's, it's a good opportunity to be great this year. How about that? I echo them same sentiments, man. Be creative. Stay focused. Keep to yourself. Uh, pay attention to your health. You know, we started the show up talking about A1Cs and creatinine levels. Mm-hmm. The only way you're going to succeed in life is if you're healthy. That's it. All right. Y'all, and in closing for me, I'm just going to say, Rob, I need to see after 28 days. Because <laughs> you're doing 28, 28 days. Right? I, I want to show you my side profile. before? I'm looking. <laughs> I did it before I'm and after. And I'm feeling like I'm pregnant right now, son. So I'm like, I'm doing it. Nah, you can do it. You got, you got, you got that kind of discipline. I'm, I mean, I'm a, you, you um, can do it. I'm gonna knock this out. 28 days, like I said, I've already felt my cravings hit me today, but I managed to it. So, if you get some tea and some water, and you mind got, over matter, mind over matter, man. I got good distractions. Yeah. I read a lot. I got now, you know, music stuff or whatever. And yeah, I got enough to keep. Bossy said, said water. You know, um, yes, man. Yeah, water, water yeah. yeah, water is definitely. But you know what's crazy too? If you're trying to lose weight, water is is water will put a lot of weight on you too. Like the water weight, like you gotta you gotta kind of dry out and keep your water to a certain level. But with your health, Rob, you need that water, man. I need the yeah. water for my kidney. So what, what keeps me motivated are the dogs taking them out for long gotcha. walk. Um, you know, snow always got me doing something around the house too. So. Um, <laughs> never a dull moment at Seven Green Street, baby. Yeah. But, um, yes, I'm, I'm excited. I'm waiting to see what um what 
February is going to look like for Hopefully, it's getting down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Before and after. Rob, yeah, everybody tune in to the No Ideas Original Podcast. We're going to have the episode with Rob. Come on with the before and after. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Rob, Mr. Rob's diet plan. Yes, we're going to get everybody healthy this year. Bro. Rob going to be selling waist trainers and shit. Back <laughs> <laughs> oil and... Yo, salute everybody. Have a good night. All right. Yeah. <laughs>